1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money.
1: Are we ready to talk simple money?
0: I don't know. Is money simple,
1: <laughs> apparently? Uh, well, we're we're kind of switching gears. Uh, I know, bit I had of a prayer. Theme. I know, I had a prayer and finances. We've, we've been talking about prayer and finances the last yep. number of months, and so thankful and so grateful for some of those shows. Um, just amazing. Um, and and I w- I'm just happy to sit in and listen in on them. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you haven't heard some of those shows, uh, just go back, start September 1st, and, and just start listening because I don't even know that there's I have some a favorite. Great, there's
0: some great stories on there that we to, share. Our own stories actually. A couple just, weeks ago we talked about our own financial yeah, journey a bit. Just so.
1: fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So so welcome to the show. This is the Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb where we talk about the hard issues around money. Heart,
0: not hard issues.
1: Well, hard hard, heart. heart. <laughs> I did say heart, but yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, we may have to change that. Anyway, I know. It's heart. <laughs>
0: H-E-A-R-T. In case you all thought we were saying hard all these years. No, it is
1: heart. The heart issues <laughs> around money. And uh, today at the beginning of the show, right first off, I want to thank the good folks at Financial Discipleship Canada. We have Ray Borg on as a regular guest. He's uh, the but Guess what? He's not director. coming
0: in November.
1: At all. No, so so they
0: sponsored the show though. Yeah, he said, you know what? I can't the be
1: there, so I'm going to sponsor the show. So yeah. shout out to Financial Discipleship Canada. If you are looking for resources.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Compass Canada. Uh, Compass
1: Canada resource if you're looking for a small group Bible study or you're looking for just some really good books to read.
0: Canadian content and scriptural financial stuff. Go to financial if you want to read a book about finances, mm-hmm.
1: God, and Canada, then, <laughs> then Financial Discipleship well, we do, Canada. We
0: do say make a difference because the American content it sometimes does. is, we're different. Canadians yes. are different than Americans. And so they have taken the content from Howard Dayton, right? Come, yep. He's the one behind that. And they've put, made it with a Canadian focus and it's on Financial Discipleship Canada. You can t- uh, directly to
1: yeah, notmine.ca
0: is it, their not website. yeah. And so. you can get a hold of Ray, and he'd help you find what you need for your small group or your community or your church, whatever. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's our Other ways, to,
1: you can go to morethanenough.ca. There's actually a link back to Financial Discipleship yes. Canada on our website, chri.ca. I know they have a link back to Financial Discipleship yeah. uh, on their website. So, you know, lots of ways if you want to hook back around. If you want to hear the show again, both chri.ca, morethanenough.ca uh, more more than enough. and um, the, the players are right there. And yep. of course your favorite podcasting platform. We're now just about everywhere in terms of the podcasting yeah, platform. So
0: all yeah, of that so, housekeeping
1: out of okay, the way. So,
0: and now we, we transition cause it's the month of November. We're going to have five shows this month about preparing yourself financially. So it's all about prepare, prepare, prepare. Well, Okay. <laughs> Hopefully every show we do is about that. But this is specific, practical. Mm -hmm. We've got um, some mortgage brokers who are coming on this month. We've got Braun talking taxes. Yes, we want you to get prepared. Simple tax. I think that's like an
1: oxymoron. (laughs) No, no. None of those shows are simple. This show
0: is simple, but none of those are. Anyway, so we're just, we want to encourage you to face your finances because financial awareness creates empowerment. That's our little acronym that you've all heard before. Um, we want you to face your finances and get empowered um, to know what's happening financially. So today, we're going to give you some, we want to keep it simple, and we're going ga- to give you some Dave-isms that may help you remember um, some key things in your finances. So, mm-hmm. yes, he's shaking his head at me, no, but so. I'm like, yeah, we've got Dave-isms in our office. As a financial coach, you have gleaned. Yeah, and,
1: and some of those Dave-isms are, are common-isms, some, so I, yes. I don't want to take full credit for them. You know, that the KISS principle <laughs> to keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it simple, Silly, stupid, st- stupid, you know, can Yeah, but but I mean that's the first one, and we really want to talk about that on the show. Do you know, money again? When we when we step back, take the emotion, take all of it out of it. The, the key here is is we want to live on less than we make. Okay, that's, that's it. That's all right. Let let's keep it really simple. When we are tempted to spend more money than we have in our bank accounts at that present moment, then. That that's just an indicator to say, wait a minute, I need to stop. Dave says, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And, and keeping it simple means if I have the money, I can go spend it. If I don't have the money, you then don't,
0: I don't. don't go spend. Anyway, we're we're getting ahead of the scripture because we oh. want to, we we do, We you've already thrown some out there. I just you wanted to throw our, that keep it simple one keep right it, off the top. Keep it simple. And you live on less than you make. And I don't know what you just said, just said last, I should listen more. When you? Anyway, um, but we're going to go back to the word first, because Absolutely. keeping it simple means going to the word. And this uh, proverb, and you know, after all these years of doing this show, I don't always remember what I, what scriptures we've shared or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to read from Proverbs 6, and maybe everybody knows this verse, but It says, Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? Will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. And um these verses are actually in Proverbs as well about mm-hmm. the your the, your poverty coming mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. you like a prowler and you need like an armed man um, in Proverbs 24. So it's interesting that it's mentioned twice in this in this book of the Bible. but um, we're actually going to talk about that with Braun in a few weeks about that passage. but we should go to the ant. God is telling us if you, if you want to figure out how to live, Let's go to the ant and watch how the ant works to store up for herself food in season, so that in winter she has what she needs.
1: I mean, keeping with the the, the the theme of simplicity, this is why this is why I love the scripture, right? I mean, if we need a model, if we need a an example, if we need an answer, just open the book. Just open the book and say, you know, uh, uh, Proverbs. One of my favorite. If there is no better financial book, uh, we started the show by talking about Financial Discipleship Canada having mm-hmm. great resources. Um, you've got it on your phone. It's called the Bible. Yes. Um, read, read Proverbs. One proverb a day, thirty-one days. You can do it in a month. Really easy. Read through the Gospels. I, I love giving this challenge to just say, take. And it doesn't take very long, maybe 15 minutes max to read through one of the gospels. But read through it and and just take note of the 15 number.
0: 15 minutes to read, read a whole gospel? Well, Mark but, isn't that big. You can't read the book of Mark in 15 minutes.
1: Well, you might be able to.
0: I No, I just, you can't. You're telling me okay. I can read it in okay. 15 minutes.
1: So half an hour.
0: Uh, yeah. Nah, anyway. However long okay, it takes Reb and I you. are going to
1: have a gospel <laughs> reading competition when no, we finish this not. show. <laughs> so, so that we can verify. <laughs> we will get back to you. No. No.
0: <laughs> you're just, okay. I'm so just you're saying basic-
1: sit down and read it. In one sitting okay. it 's not that difficult, okay. can I say it like yes, that okay you can. <laughs> so so there it is, <laughs> so read it and read it from the perspective of Christ talking about money. He tells us how we are to live mm. through the gospel, so many of what, what the, the, the sermons that Jesus preaches, some of them are confusing, some of them, yeah, take a little bit of okay, what the what is the Lord trying to say here? Mm. And some of them are really simple. So just read through it in one sitting, pick out the simple things. And if you just pick out the simple things, I guarantee you that you can change and implement them, of course, right. it yeah, will change your life. just
0: knowing something doesn't mean you're living it, which we need to remind ourselves. Sometimes we think because we have the knowledge in our mind, if the ant just knew she was supposed to store up in summer for the winter and didn't do it, uh, she wouldn't be eating in the winter, so we have to have the knowledge and the practical implementation, which is what we want to encourage you, our listeners, to do. To do the so practical keeping things.
1: it simple, keeping it simple, keeping it so, simple. Do it. So just do it.
0: Go be. Uh, I wrote I mean, that one by the way. I mean, the <laughs> ants are probably already asleep for the winter, but you know, go on YouTube and watch an ant. If if the if the Lord tells us to go watch the ants and learn from them, then maybe we need. Maybe that's where you need to start anyway so that's no. a simple piece a simple piece is reading the gospels a simple piece is reading a proverb a day and gleaning the financial wisdom mm-hmm. uh, from God from there so you've got those practical things already man we could just that could be the show we're done well I don't know that we're done because no because it, now we have to get to the davisms well, I,
1: I did say just do it that's a Nikeism yeah, but, okay, but the reality is is and and if you've heard the show before you know how passionate I am about the implementation art i know that knowledge is power but guess what if all we have is knowledge then guess what we are going to starve because somebody didn't go out and go to the grocery store to buy the food you just thought about it i knew how to do it i knew how to get there i know how to turn the key and drive the car but if i don't go and do it I get hungry.
0: Well, the stats in our nation today would tell us that we're not implementing very well or we don't care to implement or we're not aware. There's all kinds of reasons. When mm-hmm. when we owe seventy nine for every dollar we earn, there is a problem and the problem has gotten worse in 20 years, not better. Mm-hmm. So we know that we have knowledge but we're not necessarily doing what we know is the best, which is what we started with at the beginning of the show. You said, live on less than you make. Live so on less than you if make. you're writing writing down any of these like isms then live on less than you make it's Mm -hmm. not rocket science but yet it is Mm -hmm. it's simple but yet not so simple in the culture in which we live so how do we live on less than we make and then it ties in with this next one that dave all often says is plan what you spend and spend what you plan (laughs) so that involves in a practical way making a plan Mm -hmm. and what does that entail
1: so I mean there's a whole bunch of stuff around that. I mean one of the things is is just simply in a sense the current culture that we have is really moved to to disconnecting us from from money just disconnecting us totally so some of us you know we get paid electronically we don't even know how much we actually make on a week over week basis because it might change it might be hourly some of us are tracking that like i know right down to the penny what my paycheck is going to be because i need to know and and i need to know what my expenses are i need to know what my income is and how do i do that and and it sounds so simple make you know plan what you spend and then go out and spend what you plan, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Very good. You see, in the middle of that, going, wait a minute, our current culture again has us always looking in a sense reverse. Where did that money go? Mm. In all of the coaching that we do, one of the biggest areas where I see the most mm. money fights are fights over where the money went. Mm. And again, Daveism mm-hmm. says, uh, we're not going there, right? Dave says, we are going to plan what we spend and spend what we plan. So it's
0: forward looking, it's forward looking
1: we don't want to fight over where the money went because the reality is we can't change it anyways. Can we learn from it? Absolutely. We can learn from it. But you
0: have to be willing to change forward, right? If you, Mm -hmm. if you, so I'm going to just throw this in here because you say this often and I'm saying, but if you're not willing to change and you look forward, but you're still going to spend what you spent the last time that, in the looking forward and planning what you spend and spending what you plan, there has to be an attitude shift that you want it to be different.
1: Absolutely. It has right? to be change.
0: It, it has to. You have to desire the change because if you don't, the, the making a plan, it won't matter. And then there'll still be money fights between couples well isn't that right absolutely
1: do the change right so uh, you know and this is where plan what you spend we're going to talk about that really comes into its power power band is as you look back and you say last week we spent five hundred dollars on groceries and guess what that was more than we had anticipated so we made a plan two weeks ago we spent five hundred dollars last week and guess what it didn't didn't work work. Um, then it goes to well It didn't work, but there's only so much money that came in. So what didn't? Where did you steal that money from? What didn't get paid that week that you spent more than you had planned on the 500 or on the groceries? So Right.
0: Because if you're spending $500 on groceries, let's say you only planned for 300, then you've taken $200 from somewhere else, which kind of ties into another ism you have that you say, give every dollar a name. Mm-hmm. I, I like every dollar an address, I, but what does that mean?
1: Well, and again, it, it's, it ties so closely with plan plan what you spend and spend what you plan. Give every dollar a name. When you're walking into the grocery store and however you decide to actually physically pay for that, You need to know that
0: there's $300 $300 that that you've planned to spend on groceries. I know we're saying this really simple, but that's what you do. It is simple. You look at your numbers and you say, we're going to spend $300 this week on groceries. And you have $300. And if you don't have the cash in your wallet, you know that you're not going to put $300 on that credit card or your debit. You're not going to do more than that because that $300 has the name of groceries. That's right. And if you spend four hundred on groceries, you've taken. They 100- will follow
1: you with a big baseball bat. <laughs> no, you, no,
0: he doesn't. Now, some people say that they keep hearing you in their heads. Now, that's a whole other issue when they're out shopping. That you're will you're,
1: not do that. <laughs> will not do that. But but know that there are but, consequences. Okay, for spending it so in a practical
0: bucks. way, so you have spent four hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars had the name groceries. A hundred dollars had the name of car repairs. You have now taken the car repair money and put it on your groceries. Mm -hmm. And now you know that you have a $100 worth of car repairs to do a gas, an oil change (laughs) or filter, whatever. And now you're like, oh no, how am I going to pay for that? Because now... That addressed money. So that's I'm just saying it really practically. Mm-hmm. So people understand you're giving your dollars the places where and you want to tell your money where to go until, because otherwise it's going to tell you. So where that's a to big go. one.
1: Right. You know, you said that very quickly, but you want to tell your money where to go. Right? We are influenced. You know, sometimes I, I give money a little bit of personality. You know, money is just representative of the things that scream at us and say, and, on, and I'll use the example of when I'm driving home, I drive by the, the, uh, um, Sorry, I drive by the the uh, the store that smells. You can drive by and you can smell you can go, oh my goodness, I didn't know I was hungry right. until I drove by. Right. That's screaming at us to say, okay, you're going to go over and spend some money because all of a sudden you're hungry. Now, there's nothing wrong with being hungry. But if you haven't given your money, you haven't, in a sense, made it behave, then you're going to follow that appetite. You're going to mm-hmm. say, oh, well... Hey, I'm hungry. And if you let's haven't
0: go. had a if you if you don't have a plan and you don't have addresses for your money, you don't know whether or not you have the forty dollars to go buy KFC or not. Like you you don't whatever
1: it is whatever
0: yeah. it is you don't know if you have it. But if you know that you do, and let's say you anticipate driving home on Friday night, you know you're not going to want to cook, and in your plan for that week. You're going to say, you know what? Friday nights are really bad for us about just stopping and picking up uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken or a pizza. Let's put it in the plan. Mm-hmm. Let's give that money a name. And then when you stop, you're not out there feeling guilty or unaware.
1: You've, you've just given the dollars a right. name. And again, this plays back to that whole financial awareness creates empowerment. I, I, you know, I, I tell people all the time, if you are hungry, if you are tired, then don't go buy groceries. I know that some people are like, yeah, but well, then I'll never buy groceries. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But the reality is, as we walk into the store hungry and tired when we buy groceries, And we are going to spend more than we plan to spend.
0: Well, and in that case, you haven't planned your list of groceries either, which is, you always say to me, have you shopped the list? Mm -hmm. I mean, and so what do you do then in that case? Let's say we've just, we've designated $300 for groceries. I just took $100 of my car repair money to buy extra groceries
1: fall on your knees and pray no
0: well yeah but what do you do do you go so you you go and have a fight with your husband about it and he's mad because you've taken car repair money right so what how do you navigate that
1: So navigating that, I mean, obviously this is where another ism comes in that I've borrowed. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? Mm -hmm. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I wish there was a money. uh, Maybe I'll come up with a money version of that. But the reality is, is that, I mean, if you find yourself having spent the extra hundred bucks, then yeah, you got to, we got to figure it out and we got to figure it out as quickly as possible. So this is where, you know, hiding it for two or three weeks and then, you know, coming back and saying, okay, well, now I'm or trying to figure it out on yourself. This is the part where you go, oh no, I've just made a mistake. And the, the sooner we can acknowledge that, the sooner we can accommodate for that, then the sooner we can figure out and move, in a sense, move on. And so in, in a lot of ways, just recognizing that, ah, you know what? Um, and and I I even hesitate to call it a mistake. I plan I spent more than I planned to spend.
0: Right, and there's all kinds of reasons we and do that. all kinds of reasons. But I think part of the issue is what, what I'm going through in my head is you have to be, if you're in a couple and you're in a marriage and doing this, you have to be willing to forgive. You have to be willing to understand your partner. You have mm-hmm. to be willing to understand that there are times when one of you is going to overspend on something. And how are you going to react? And If it's
1: this week or next week.
0: If, it's inevitable. One of you is, like, we just do it. We we do overspend. Overspend in certain ways that we weren't planning for. I mean, you and I are in a, a situation where you had a tooth issue, you had to mm-hmm. went to the dentist and $1,000 later... You know, and we're, we got to figure out how we're going to.
1: Welcome, Mr. Emergency Cushion. Right. right? That's and, a, yes. and again, this goes to the preparing. Yes. Give every dollar a name. There, sh- there needs to be some money that is constantly going into your emergency cushion, set on autopilot, that just keeps it topped up. So, what is an emergency cushion? So, again, uh, just
0: keeping it simple. The emergency,
1: emergency cushion is for exactly what you described. The, the things that I can't plan. I can walk out of the grocery store and, and spend exactly what I want to spend that I, I can do, but I can't plan a tooth. I can't no. plan a car. Some of the car repairs I can plan. Some of the car repairs I can't. Some of the house repairs I can plan. Some of the house repairs I cannot. So we recognize that there has to be a mechanism other than credit Because again, that's what our current culture tells us is is that you don't need an emergency cushion. You need a line of credit or you need a, a form of credit to accommodate for those emergencies just in case. And for some people... That's absolutely, it works. It's good. For the other 99.9% of us, we need an emergency cushion, a self-funded line of credit, one that's making us interest a little bit anyways when we don't use it. And that reduces the interest when we do use it. Whereas, you know, with a line of credit, it doesn't cost us anything when we get there, but when we use it, it costs us way more. And so Again, just a self-funded line of credit, become your own banker <laughs> and and just start to do that. And, and that just takes a little bit of cash. Uh, I was challenged on that years ago, $3 a day. Can you give up your coffee to have an emergency cushion? Absolutely right the benefit far outweighs my coffee and guess what it's a thousand dollars that i build up in the emergency cushion in a year the
0: benefit of that is when you have a tooth issue let's say then you can go to that emergency cushion to pay the bill as opposed to a credit line and pay interest on it Mm -hmm. right and once you and once that cushion is used up or part of it is you 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 start filling it up and and automate, automate, automate is another thing you always say. You know, these things can be done automatically. But again, it comes back to the simplicity of awareness. What is happening in your finances? And some of us just aren't aware of what's happening. And, And
1: that's the work of it. Uh, you know, again, mm-hmm. we keep it simple, but that doesn't mean that it's work. We started with with the scripture talking about the ant, and and the reality is is the ant goes to work, right? I mean, he doesn't just sit down and 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 not do anything. It, he goes to work and he works at it. and And if you spend money or you make money, then you need to manage money. Mm. If you spend it or you make it, you need to manage it.
0: Right? And it's currency. It's it in flows. fluctuation and our lives are current and our needs are different. So if you ever think you're going to arrive and it's all going to be like, I think we should just accept that truth that there are days when it's just going to be harder. Bills are going to pop up that we didn't know. They're going to be surprises mm-hmm. and you want to be as prepared for the surprises you can, which is why we talk about the emergency cushion, but there are things you just, you can't anticipate your parents dying. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow in a car accident and all of a sudden it's costly for a funeral or whatever. I mean, those things happen and it's not your fault. They happen. Life just happens, but it, if we are aware, if we, if we try and become aware of where every dollar is going and we give our dollars a name at least, then we can have a handle so that when the surprises come, we can deal it with it quickly. Like you said, mm-hmm. how important it is not to bury it and not to say, oh, I'll deal with it later. Um, that, that's really key that, that we don't let it linger
1: yeah and, and and of course the the other one that you just nicely tied into is the idea that we make every spending decision a spiritual one i laughed a few minutes ago when i said yeah you fall to your knees and pray well <laughs> you, you know what there, there's just yes. truth in that to say we make every spending decision a spiritual one there are so many times and and i think i i can hear a resounding yay when i say you know when i prayed about it when i asked the lord about it um there was a financial decision that happened that I was going to the left, and and God kind of mm-hmm. said, no, you need to go to the right. And Reb and I, I mean, we've had that happen mm-hmm. in spades in our life. Mm-hmm. But when you make every spending decision, a spiritual one, bringing God into the equation and saying, Lord, we don't know what tomorrow holds. You've told us that in Matthew. You said, mm-hmm. hey... Today is the day that I'm in. Today is the day that I'm speaking to you today. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow has enough problems of its own. So seek first my kingdom, seek first my righteousness. Take
0: care of today. Take care care of what's what's in today. That's profound and actually quite freeing, right? When he says that we don't have to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow is enough trouble of its own. For Mm -hmm. you know, today Mm -hmm. has enough trouble of its own, and we can. Some of us listening are are yes, today's got enough trouble, but here's the
1: let's make every spending spending, decision a spiritual one you're going into the grocery store you're tired you're hungry you know you have the propensity to 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 spend more because that's what make pray stop in the aisle in front of the cookies and pray and say lord just help me and and you know that simple prayer lord help me to make this spending decision a spiritual one which
0: means one that one that you know is good for our family Mm -hmm. for this day, because he knows better than we do what's coming. Mm -hmm. So Father, I just thank you for this day and for this, this month of talking about preparing, 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 and practical things that we can do to be prepared in our financial journey. And I pray that you would awaken us to the need to know what's happening in our finances, Mm -hmm. that we get connected again with our cash and our cash flow, and that you would give us mercy as we talk to our family members, our spouses, our children about our financial journey, that we would not be divided, but we would be drawn into unity because this is good and Mm -hmm. this is what you say is good. I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Well, let's keep it simple, right? Little, little, um, for those of you that need to go back and just listen, um, feel free to, to go back to the podcast. Today's show has been brought to you by Financial Discipleship Canada. They're the sponsors. If you need some more resources, if you want to read a book, if you want to study and find out a little more about what the biblical perspective around money is, Financial Discipleship is a great stop. Lots of resources there. So um, uh, not is their website uh, or again, you can find the, uh, find the contact information there. Um, Reb.
0: Yeah. Next keeping week. it simple. Mm-hmm. Next week. What are we talking? Oh, you next know what? week is keeping it simple about Christmas and uh, Black, Black Friday, Friday spending. It's coming. So listen in next week.
1: And join us when we talk money.